Sweat and Grime is brought to you by Sensit, the equipment monitoring experts. Learn more at Sensit.io. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Sweat and Grime. To the left, we got the notorious Matt motherfucking Totten. What's up, y'all? To the right, we got the man with the hot pipes, Brian. Turn on the furnace. What's going on, everybody? And then you got Rick. Rick the Dick Valco. <laughs> and on the phone, ladies and gentlemen, we got Michael Malone, Dan Guerin, Allison Jackson. From ABC GCI Coffee Break Podcast. How are you guys? Thank you for having us on. Michael, so official. (laughs) Yeah, that's very That is true. You went the full on first (laughs) name with Mr. Mike there. That's what he typed. You just read their birth certificates. Oh, okay. All right. Fair enough. So, uh, I'll be called worse. I'll be called worse. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who eats shit sandwiches? <laughs> yeah, that's me. That's me. How are you guys this evening? We're good. Doing great. Can't well, complain. It's uh, a nice, it's hot, so. hot, humid evening here in New England, so it's uh, kind of par for the course for late Ooh. August. Yeah, it's that time of the year. About to, it, it sucks because right now it, it's that feeling in the air in the morning. You get the dew now. And it's like fall is on its yeah, way. Yeah, you get the almost crispness of yeah, fall, like, and uh, then you get the balls heat of summer. No, exactly. This is fucking well, that's, great. That's, already changing over here. That's the thing that sucks is in the morning, it's like 60 degrees, and at night, it's like 80. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yep. it's brutal. But that's the, that's the greatest thing about it, because all that means is cider and donuts is here in Michigan. The season's here. <laughs> fucking the Ooh, colors are coming, and hopefully we get a long fall. That's yes. all it means. It's almost, it's almost pumpkin spice season yeah so right we're, oh, we're holly, holly, hallelujah i'm gonna get right in line in starbucks once that shows up yeah you know <laughs> but then right after that it's like all the christmas christmas decor just like pops up out of nowhere i think it already happened oh it's already popping yeah, up it's here, at home so. depot already yeah, i'm like, like what christmas? Yeah, yeah dude we skip have you not Sweet noticed Jesus. the crazy ass fuckers out there i've we noticed skip. that it gets earlier but yeah. i feel like we at least still have marched through the but seasons like, but like you know we skip halloween we skip Thanksgiving, we just jump right to fucking Christmas as soon as the weather changes. Yep. People are hanging yes. their Christmas lights and shit around here in Michigan. They're just they're waiting for the snow. <laughs> My See, around here Halloween. you gotta do you gotta do Halloween. Halloween's a big no. yeah, Halloween. in, the, yes. in the neighborhoods around well, here. You get all the trick or treaters and all that kind of fun stuff. If you I can it. recall, wasn't Boston like the place where they did like the witch hunt and burning kind of thing or something? Same mass. See, yep, Salem, yeah. I can see that's yep. pretty big over there. Yeah. If you guys, if you guys are ever in the area around Halloween, go to Salem. It is the most insane scene that you'll ever see. Like how so? Paint, paint a picture they for us. Still a burn bit. witches. Yeah, I was gonna say, are there a bunch of like, like all these guys bring their girlfriends or wives? Like, ever see? She's a witch. I swear. Like how crazy yeah. though, guys. So you'll see like people in like full Halloween costume by like August. First, I mean, I'm sorry, October first, mm-hmm. and it's just full blown Halloween Central. Good luck finding a parking spot. It is absolutely insane. And actually, Mike lives across the bridge in Beverly, Mass, uh, from Salem, so he can probably attest to a little bit more. Do you have like I a high powered like uh, like camera, just like pointed in that direction, so you capture all the shenanigans? <laughs> no, I stay clear of that. I stay clear of Salem in the month of October because it's right? too, it's way too much traffic and way too many people. Oh, yeah. You guys oh, yeah. are lucky, yeah, I, though, how you saved it because when you said, you know, they were crazy, then you said August 1st. I thought you were fucking nuts. <laughs> like, you, say, no, you no, no, saved no, I'm sorry. it. I just, I just missed the streets in Salem in August. <laughs> mm-hmm. It starts, like, end of September, probably. Yeah. 
Well, it's like Halloween it's, Town. It's like everything. I'm guessing, Halloween. I'm guessing none of you guys costumes. have been to New Orleans, have you? I was just there. Yeah, I'm I like have, that's yep. that's that's Halloween every fucking day. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. that's Salem. That's yeah. Salem. That's awesome. So not not as dirty. Yeah, right. <laughs> not as dirty. Yeah. Is Salem a dirty place? <laughs> No, no, New Orleans. Like New Orleans. Oh, no, oh, New Orleans. Yeah. yeah, New Orleans is dirty. I at least got to have hand sanitizer, bro. Yeah. You have to have more, more than that. You have you to wear a full body condom just walking down the street down there. But yeah, Salem has this, this Halloween parties and costume parties and people walking around in full costumes the entire month of September, October. Just crazy people out there <laughs> dressed in Frankenstein. I think we're going to do a road trip in the next couple weeks. Yeah. It's you never been. You guys have been. Yeah, I was walking through an alley one time. <laughs> this is like when I was in college. Backwards. And there was some dude dressed up as Jason Voorhees. Oh, fuck. In like full Jason garb, like dragging a sleeping bag with like what I would assume to be. Uh, what are you like to? <laughs> it was insane. I have a picture of it somewhere. I think it's probably on my Facebook. I, was, great. Like, I probably would have peed my pants. It ran this, like is little girl. this just blows like all our gay ass haunted Halloween out of the water. <laughs> we gotta go to fucking Salem, Massachusetts. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have you. We'll have you guys up. We'll meet up and we can uh, go out and have a beer and some good grub up there. And uh, you can stay at Mike's house actually. Yeah. Hey, Find there you room. go. Hey, yeah, is it? His address. Is it? Bring your own costume. How are we doing that? Um, I've had we can do some planning prior. Pennsylvania, they, they, they came up and we went to a couple of bars with a, like a huge costume contest. Everyone's dressed in costume. People stay in character. It's uh, <laughs> you can do a big group costume. Yeah, yeah. we could go as the Three Stooges with Matt skiing. <laughs> uh, when I took my friends, I was a uh, '70s cop, and my friend was a breathalyzer. And, uh, and what were you blowing? Uh, we were stopping strangers on the street, especially uh, some of the girls, and asking them to, to take the breathalyzer test. That's that is excellent. If, if you've never great. seen the breathalyzer costume, uh, oh, it's it's, it's priceless. Yes. Oh, I guarantee yeah. I know exactly where that yeah. that yeah. blow tube is. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can find pictures of these instances on Mike's Facebook. Yes, yeah. right. Uh, great. Yeah, so we're, yeah, we're going to go up there. Me, yeah, we, we, we're going to go up yeah, there. We went, we went as a 70s cop of breathalyzer. My wife went as the uh, Little Red Riding Hood. My buddy's wife went as Snooky from uh, Jersey Shore. <laughs> oh, she nice. won a costume contest. Yeah, I, uh, that was the first night. The second night I went as the uh, hooker, and my buddy was my pimp. <laughs> and... Uh, full costume. I made about sixty bucks in ones. People, uh, people stuffing money down. What did pocket. the swinging That's dick win? It, it was crazy. The breathalyzer. You mean the breathalyzer? Yeah. You mean? Did the breathalyzer win anything? No, they didn't win anything. No. <laughs> That's unfortunate. No. Yeah, it's un- we, we were hoping we were hoping to win something, but. Uh, the best part is my buddy, who's a cop in real life, was the breathalyzer, and I was a '70s cop. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Do you have that nice porn mustache going? Man? Yeah, I had a great mustache. <laughs> yep, I had the bag. You almost killed Matt. <laughs> yeah. I had a bag. I had I had, a, I had the fake mustache. I had the Ray Bans uh, sunglasses. You know, the aviator sunglasses. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say yeah. you better have those See, aviators. That makes it. Yeah. All we got we're now. Looking like looking straight like up Reno, super troopers. Like Reno 911. Yeah, yeah. Super See, Troopers is such a great we movie. We don't get nothing like that. We get guys that put on like blow up outfits fucking maybe put a cardboard box on or like a keg no. of beer he's like i'm a fucking keg i'm a beer like this <laughs> is come from around the it's country they done. come from around the country to go to salem it's like uh like the witch trials and all that stuff yeah. people come from around yeah. the world to come to salem it's, i, I, I nice. don't get it because i live here but whatever my favorite was a couple years ago when is a uh, guy fieri from the food network <laughs> yeah. did like oh, the whole the like, hair and everything sleeve fake tattoos and like full on frosted tips up. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, Man. baby powder in the hair, like Excellent. all that stuff. Did like bleach my my beard to a certain extent, and uh, yeah, Halloween around here is a big deal. So, well, That's if awesome. you guys want to come to Michigan, we got the Great Lakes. I'll let you rent a fucking boat, and I'll captain it all weekend long for yep. you. <laughs> Captain Stabbing. That's fucking right. We're going to get something out of this deal. Jesus. So, let's let's start off with. Uh, oh, do you want to actually talk about real things today? Yeah. You don't what, want to just talk about Halloween what, and dicks. Let's start. Let's start putting some names with the voices here, and let's start off with uh, Allison Jackson first. Allison, if you could give us a little backstory of who you are, how you got there, and what you do, please take the mic. Sure. Um, I'm Allison Jackson co-host of the ABC GCI Coffee Break podcast. Um, I'm also the marketing and content manager for Gould Construction Institute, which is the affiliate trade school for Associated Builders and Contractors of Massachusetts. Um, let me take a breath. Hold on. <laughs> I was going to say, just from saying the name of the podcast, Ooh. I feel like you're a little winded. <laughs> I know. I have, we have strong lungs over here. Thank yeah, God. Right. Absolutely. I, I can get through the title of the podcast. <laughs> Um, but I've been here for, I've been with GCI for about four years, a little over four years. Um, I have always done marketing. I graduated from Southern New Hampshire University in 2016, went right into the like radio industry. So I was there for a bit. Um, and then I bounced around a few other industries and then landed in the construction industry. And here I am four and a half, almost years later. Nice. So now, how did that happen? You son of a bitch! No, I, I asked you know, it. <laughs> um, I was scrolling through Indeed.com one day, and I saw the listing, and then I, um, I got interviewed and I got hired. And yeah, it's not that exciting, but um, it's the longest job I've had, and I really enjoy it. And I enjoy all the people I work with so much, so that we, a couple of us, made a podcast together in December. So, so what is GCI? You've you've mentioned that a couple times and it's in the title of your podcast, but for the listeners, what is GCI? We are a licensed trade school for people in Massachusetts who are going for their journeyman licenses. Um, journeyman or master's licenses in the trades, so electrical, plumbing, sheet metal, sprinkler fitting, pipe fitting, um, gas fitting. I'm sure I'm missing a few. Um, so we do night classes for those. Uh, we are branching out to day classes this year for electrical. And then we also do training classes. So stuff like first aid, um, you know, OSHA. prep for exam, stuff like that. Gotcha. Right. Now, is this a, a government funded program or is this something people had to pay for, like a trade school or a community college type deal? Self-funded program? Yeah, it's, um, it's self-funded. We don't have any government funding, but... Um, Usually the companies of the students that are coming to our school are paying for them. That's a majority of it, All which right. is really cool, or at least they're reimbursed after. So it's a really nice perk that a lot of our ABC members uh, give to their employees. So what other industries did you bounce around in? You said you bounced around a couple and you and you skated right over those, which which tells me there's a story there's there. Something <laughs> good. There's something good. I did this. I did this for four years. And yeah, I totally bounced I in a couple industries. Yeah. And, uh, before the four years is what we want to know. What made was, Allison who she is today? It was entertainment, right? <laughs> so... I started in radio. I worked radio. at a radio station called Magic 106.7, um, 
Magic 106. What kind of music was it? I was going to say, I want to hear the, the tune. The <laughs> it's like Magic 106.7. Ooh, that was nice. Yeah. Well, that was Wait, very did they, nice. Did they, did they change their jingle? You speak. Magic 106.7. Yeah, they changed it a few times. They really want to... Really um, highlight the soft rock you know all right sure all right that was their thing that soft rock and like lady gaga every so often sounds like someone's swimming like for information I think mike is shoveling his driveway <laughs> 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 so uh so what kind of music was it allison um magic 1067 was like you know like slow jams soft rocks put you to sleep oh, excellent stuff yes right, so, yeah. so we were probably a sister station down in austin we had magic 95.5 and it was the smooth easy listening and you could call in in the evenings with delilah and dedicate a song <laughs> see what's michigan Ooh. guy i listened to delilah did you listen to I delilah it's I, I, here. I was just gonna say you mentioned delilah and that just perks my ears up because like driving down the road late at night <laughs> You would just kind of flip it on. Yeah. Be, this is late night with Delilah. With Delilah. Who would you like to dedicate your song to? Yeah, but either you fuckers are old or you're night owls because I have not no. heard of Delilah. Well, so, you, got, you had to listen I to one of the magic stations. Station. They never played in Detroit area. They play it up in like Traverse City. Like up north, she was on like the late really? night. Yeah. Like when I'm driving home from up north, she was always on. Yeah. Wow. Like you call up Delilah and you'd be like, hey, Delilah. I, I got my buddy Rick, and I want to dedicate this Sting song to him. <laughs> and he'd be like, all you know right, what? And, all right. Up and, and what kind of Sting song would you Rick the donate to me here, Brian, you know if what? you're going to go this route? So you're putting so you me on the spot radio. now. Yeah, you yeah, fucking pimped me. Look at that. You prick. Well, I didn't have a full-on song. Like, I got to think about the yeah. catalog now. Look, this is a podcast. If you're going to tell a story, make sure you fucking think it through. You know what I mean? I can't. I can't on the spot, guys. Well, help me out. Message in a bottle or something. I don't know. Dude, you are so gay. Message. Well, <laughs> I'm calling into Magic ninety five point five to dedicate a song to another man, Rick. Got, it doesn't got, get much gayer than that. We got guests on the radio and <laughs> the, the, the air. From a rose by Seal. Oh, see there we yeah. go. See, Ooh, we need. God. That's what Damn, we're looking. We're, we're reaching is. for it, and you but just for the you record, sent it. She worked at the radio station. She has a giant cheat card in her pocket. Yeah. yeah. Well, you were going. I sat there and listened to music. You were going like down the path. Is like two men in a lope kind of fucking I've thing. I've been See? kissed by the rose on the grave. I'm glad we could <laughs> cut that in this shit. Yes, thank you. Jeez, they're in it. They're they're in yeah. it. Oh, I feel like I'm getting tag teamed by like six of them. <laughs> so you hung your hat up on that that career and you got into GCI, eh? Yeah. So, yeah, that was it. Uh, all right, man. All right. Thanks for that. Yeah. And then let's let's also uh, put a name with the voice here of Dan Guerin. Dan, how did you get to where you are? And tell us your story. So, long story short, grew up in a construction family. My father owned a concrete foundation company. Nice. Uh, worked for him for a few summers during college and high school. Um, Sometimes as a uh, 10, 12 year old, just swinging a hammer around, give me 20 bucks at the end of the day. Yeah. uh, (laughs) That that was actually pretty generous. That's true. I give my kids like five. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. I like it. Uh, Went to college for sports management. Uh, After college, ended up in facilities management and kind of just started my career in events. so for the better part of 10 years now, I've been doing uh, both corporate events and on the facility side. 
So for the, the beginning of my career, I was on the facility side, uh, transitioned with ABC to the corporate event side for the, I think it's, it's going to be six years in October. Nice. Wow. Uh, so it's, it's, it's been a little while. Um, so I'm the director of programs, events, and marketing for ABC Massachusetts. So we cover the entire state of Mass, and it's been a fun journey just getting to this point. Uh, and like Allison said before, we started this podcast in December. It's something that the three of us are really kind of invested in, and it's a lot of fun. So uh, that's kind of, in a nutshell, my my journey through post-college life. So. <laughs> I've got a question for you, Dan. Mm-hmm. And and we only take real honest answers here. You're yeah, in no beat you're around in the bush. The, you're in the happy safe and tree. You're in the nest. You're in the nest, the trust nest. Sure. Did, hey, uh, can I interrupt you for a second? No, no you can't. You no, we're talking. It, it, After I lead up to that question, <laughs> yes. You you're throwing it's, me right off the rails here, but you go it, ahead. It's funny <laughs> that you it's it's funny that you use the term the nest cuz the college that I went to was Endicott College. It's on the North Shore of Massachusetts, actually down the street from from Mike's house. And uh, our college mascot was the Goals. So oh, nice. Goals. So you were all about <laughs> right. the nest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and, and the nickname for campus was the nest. So go ahead. <laughs> That's oh, awesome. Fair enough. Okay, yeah. fair enough. That, that was, you circle. know what? That I will say that circle. is a legitimate interruption to that lead-in. Yes. I will hand that one to you solidly. Now I'm going to ask my question where I'm going to sound like a dick. Did you think... <laughs> You were going to be Jerry Maguire when you went for your sports management degree. Let's be honest. Show me the money. If if I'm being 100% honest, yes. the answer is, is yes. So when I, you left to go to ABC, <laughs> did you do the, who's coming with me? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's funny. So when I was in college, like Entourage on HBO was a huge thing. Oh, yeah. I love oh, Entourage. Dude, I forgot all about that. Man. Fucking, I love that I, show. I binged the shit out of that. Yeah. Entourage is still I wanted to thing. be fucking Ari Gold. Oh, absolutely. Who doesn't want to be yeah. Ari Gold? So that legit. Like, oh, go ahead, Dan. No, that was like, that was my kind of end all be all. <laughs> I wanted to be a sports agent, like all that kind of stuff. And then as time went on, I realized facilities management was kind of my passion at that point. Right, yep. yeah. uh, but like my freshman, sophomore year, I wanted to be fucking Ari Gold, Jerry Maguire, you name it. Give me the money, baby. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Say it louder. Say it again. So it is funny that you that we're talking about Entourage and Ari Gold money. and everything. So I worked for a, a company when I first got into the dirt industry that we worked for a builder. And, and you know, all of us have these little life moments that for, for the rest of your life, you look back and you just feel like an idiot. <laughs> So I had one of those yep. those moments with this builder. This guy, no shit, looked exactly like what? What's what's the actor's Jer- name? Jeremy Piven. Thank you. All right. It, so we're standing there. This builder looked exactly like him. He talked like him. His mannerisms were like him. Did you ask and for I'm, his autograph? No, no. But I'm standing there one day, and I'm like, "Fuck, I've got. I've just got to say it. I've got to <laughs> say it." And I'm like, "Hey." Do you know you look like that guy from Entourage? <laughs> and he just looks at me and he goes, yep. And then keeps on with his conversation. And I'm like, yeah, he gets that all the time. He clearly knows. And I just made a total ass out of myself. And I lay in bed. There will be, you know, six years will go by. 
and I'll randomly lay in bed at 10.30 at night. Why and I'm like, why the fuck did you say that? You're an idiot. <laughs> but I mean, come on. He could have been a little nicer about it. Yeah, That's right. true. Like, Damn it. I would have played into well, it, been like, you got a pen? No, his wife was probably Jerry, standing close by. Yeah, I was like, no, Ari, I, I You know what? That. If he's truly Ari yeah. Gold, though, he wouldn't have been nice about it. He would have been a dick about it. Yeah, it's right? the same. So hey, he was he staying in character. straight character. I was yeah. going to say. <laughs> I'm still on the hunt for the guy that looks like Bob the Builder. <laughs> so, so can I can I flip the script on you guys? Oh quick? fuck yeah! Yeah, dude. absolutely. Who is the most famous person that you've ever met? Ooh, that's I a good would one. Say besides imitation, Ari Gold. Now, now, uh, does it I've met like does Clint it mean like Eastwood, ourselves? Kurt Gibson. When you say meet, do you mean like a legit meet, or do you mean like you've encountered and ran into? I would say uh, had an interaction with, not just like seen on the street. <laughs> Or at the gym or the whatever, picking mm-hmm. kids up from school or something like that. Who wants but to start? You've actually physically had an interaction with. I'll, I'll start. You paid two thousand dollars for a meet and greet. <laughs> I wouldn't even say that. I didn't get a happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> I went on the free approach. So my 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 most extravagant uh, famous person encounter was when I was living in New Orleans. Uh, one of my good buddy or not buddies, uh, one of my coworkers and I, we went to a little hole in the wall bar in downtown New Orleans uh, and sat down at the bar. It was like one o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday, kind of dead day. And it was like dark in this bar. Like there was probably 10 people in this whole place, probably holds a hundred during like prime time. And next thing you know, it, this guy walks in and I looked to my left and it looks like Lenny Kravitz. And he sits down no. like a bar stool over from us. And he just, he has his beanie on, you know, I'm like, dude, there's, I only know one dude that has a nose ring that looks like that. That's, you know, whatever. And I'm like, I don't want to be like stereotyping anybody, but you look, so I, I looked over at my buddy. I'm like, Hey, that looks like Lenny Kravitz. And all of a sudden he's like behind me to over my shoulder. He's like, it does look like Lenny Kravitz. And it is. And I'm like, Oh shit. And we just both kind of like froze up and like the bartender came, brought him his to go, you know, uh, meal that he ordered. And he's like, I want to get away. What are you guys in town for? And we're, we're, told we're, we're doing, uh, you know, doing some construction down here, so on and so forth. And he's like, all right, we'll keep it on, you know, keep up real good work or whatever. And he just like, peace. And he just left. <laughs> it was like, what the fuck? We just sat next to Lenny Kravitz. You know? <laughs> it was pretty cool. Yeah. Go ahead, Rick. Go ahead. So all three of us actually got to sit down with the Edwin McCain. Oh, fuck. The Edwin yeah. McCain. That, podcast. That is my favorite one. Sorry. I'm, fucking, I'm sorry. Say that again. Edwin what? Edwin McCain. Edwin McCain. Okay. Hang on. Yep. Let's see if I still got the... Oh, I think I took him off. Son of a... I, well, why don't you just sing the note? I'll be... I'll be your crying shoulder. I'll be... Yeah. We're going to have a full-on playlist by like, the end of this sing, episode. We're three your, songs deep already. So we got to hang out with him for about I don't know what age it. group you guys are, but like, you know... In Who doesn't know that? In middle school, that was like the 12-inch yeah. rule, we you know, arm, slow dance we were with your girls. away. And guys, oh, yeah. staring at the girls, swaying. Yeah, yeah. you we had were, to stay 12 inches away to hide your erection. And then if you wanted to kiss, it was like that awkward two-minute, like, approach. Yeah, exactly. So, funny story, homecoming... Every year in high school, we would have like the chaperones come. Leave room for the Holy Ghost. Yes. Yes. Oh my yes. God. <laughs> That's for the sheets, teacher. Oh. Why do we live I in Salem? I wasn't allowed to go to dances until like, I was a freshman in high school. Yes. It was probably yes. a safe bet, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But right, no, well, we got the well, hang so, out. So go on. Got? So go on. Like, so yeah, tell them the whole story about that. Uh, Edwin McCain. So. 
You had dinner yeah. with him? Yeah, he came in. He's he's part of the FAE. Um, Which is a forestry mulching equipment uh, manufacturer. Yeah. And, and they, he's their sponsor or their spokesman. Spokesman, yeah. FAE would be the sponsor. Yes. Is that yeah. how that works? You know. Hadn't been working for us. <laughs> <laughs> but they love us, and we love them. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, they were flying up here. We met them. We met FAE down at uh, one of the AED associations in Florida. Um, cool. Brian and I went down there, and then they liked what we were doing, kind of chased us down. We threw them on the podcast Well, just there. to clarify, we didn't know that Edwin McCain was involved at this no. point. Not at all. So then they, okay. then they wanted to fly up here and come in person. And, uh, you know, be on the podcast and do a live group meet and greet kind of thing. So they come up here and then they're like, oh, Edwin McCain's coming too. And Brian had to double I was check. Like, hey, we all started Googling. Like, who the fuck's Edwin, Edwin McCain? McCain? Is there another familiar. Edwin McCain? Because the only one I know of is, is not guy. involved in forestry equipment. <laughs> Which in his songs are so far away from like the construction <laughs> yes. industry. I've never heard him sing about a tree. No. Right. no. Or mulching or, or disintegrating yeah. anything. No, or, instead but it's all about that, good. Yeah. that sweet lie. middle school loving. No. Oh, yeah, <laughs> there you go. But yeah, I'll, we get- I'll, 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 I'll pat myself on the back on this one. Just because my, my background in events coming up, I worked at a uh, uh, an amazing facility up in Bangor, Maine. All right. It's called the Cross Insurance Center. And I was there for uh, just about two years. The most famous person I ever met was Bob Seger. Ooh, that'd nice. Cool. That'd be sweet. It was fucking amazing. Yeah. Now, was it so, a meet and greet? Was it just a couple minutes no, or a couple seconds? In, or he, he was in for a show. All right. So he was in for a concert, and I was the the event manager on the on the show. And one of the, the funniest stories that I like to tell is this dude, he's such a s- absolute savage. So I grew up on Bob Seger. That's oh, yeah. like my parents' yeah. favorite, oh, all of us, yeah. favorite band, right? So growing up listening to bob seeger you know like a rock like all this yeah, like yeah. the classic seeger and you have this image of your head of this guy and he <laughs> lived up to the hype really what you would expect bob seeger to be that's pretty rare that they just, actually just, live up to the hype he was just back in detroit uh for the woodward dream cruise and uh his wife was driving this badass oh, right. lambo or something guy. That's yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so at the show, his, uh, at the time, this was 2014, I think, fall of 2014, uh, he was in for a show, and his head of tour security worked for, and I don't know if we can put this out there, but yeah. his head of tour security was, uh, <laughs> his head of tour security Everyone, was skip, on, skip ahead like a minute. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> on the Michigan State Police Department. I think he was like the sergeant or lieutenant or something like that. All right. And the security meeting that we had was like, here's what happens if a biohazard thing happens. Here's what happens if a terrorist attack happens. I'm like, dude, it's Bangor, Maine. Yeah, right. <laughs> You're in the middle of fucking nowhere. You got a couple weird guys that think it's still Halloween time and they're dressed up as Frankenstein <laughs> yeah, <right>. outside. <laughs> Those are the ones we're worried about. <laughs> and Bangor, Maine got its name by how? Well, you say it fast. Banger, Maine. That's what Banger, I'm saying. Maine. Up there, they say banger. Banger, Maine. So, if you say it fast, it almost sounds like you're on hook with the Lost Boys. Bangering! Bangering! <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll say a quick joke and Allison plug your ears. There's a town next to Bangor that is, uh, it's called Brewer. 
So it says, if you can't bang her and bang her, drag her across the river and in brewer and brewer. That is that's a great one. Yes. That is terrible. Oh my god. That is terrible. My god. And we were worried about saying tradesmen and tradeswomen yeah, earlier. Right? You just set the bar right there. That's just that's a joke up there. And like, oh, that's yeah. Yes, so anyway, we'll totally blame it on the locals. So Seeger's in town for his show. It's just, uh, it's two days. They came in the day before to set up all the lighting cues and like all that kind of stuff. And then the next day, you know, in at 3 a.m., there till 4 a.m. the next day. But anyway, the uh, the coolest part of that entire experience was getting to meet Bob Seeger. And this dude, he goes off, plays his like 90-minute set, whatever it was, and he comes off stage, sucks down a cigarette, God dang, I'm glad you went that direction with that. Boy, yeah. you really took a... That took a very, right, took very sharp right curve, yes. <laughs> he, 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 goes, he goes back on stage, does a second encore, comes backstage, sucks down another... Another cigarette. Another <clears> cigarette. <throat> You, you know what? And did, did you watch him <laughs> suck down the cigarette? Because I'm fairly confident there were a couple lines of cocaine in there too. <laughs> no, it was just I, it was just smokes from what I saw. But uh, he still had he still has the three cigarette butts in his dresser drawer. That's right. For, That's just, you know. But it was insane. Like I've I've been around you know Bob Seger, Bill Cosby, uh, Jeff. He didn't Dunham, touch you, did he? I was gonna say, did you do you need counseling you after the home? Bill Cosby experience? <laughs> so can I shit? All right. So if I share away, story, man. This is your podcast, and this is unfiltered. So fucking right. Someone's going to jail. You, if I tell you a story, can I? Not put it in. Yes, yeah. we will. We will skip ahead in the podcast starting now. We're back. <laughs> you know the couple things that stick out in my mind. Hilarious. I wish the audience knew. Um, you know some of the stuff that sticks out in my mind is like I met Clint Eastwood at the airport and I sat there and talked to him because we were on a delay for like two hours, just mm-hmm. a down to earth like talk, talk and living life. And that was just the one. That's only because you weren't some punk ass kid. I was still a punk ass kid. You had him sit on his lap. I was, I was probably right. I was probably grooming him for his role in that crotchety old movie he played. That's right. But the one time, dude, we were at the bar, uh, and my one buddy, we're sitting there just getting fucking plastered. And you remember uh, Dustin Powers Screech? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Saved by the bell. Yeah, he died, he's in he? I was yeah. going to say, he died. No, yeah. Dustin, Dustin Diamond. Dustin yeah. Diamond. Yeah, there you go. There Dustin you go. Powers. Yeah, he passed know, away. It was close. Yeah. Close enough. <laughs> so anyways, we're sitting there, and he, this dude, his fucking jokes were just horrible. He was there doing a comedian um, standoff yeah. thing. And he's sitting there. He keeps coming back, and we just keep talking to him. We're getting fucking wasted, dude. And he keeps coming back, and my buddy starts leaning on him. And he's like, hey. I fucking hated Saved by the Bell. <laughs> and he's like, you want to have a fucking dance off? And the guy's like, just, he's like, get the fuck away from me. Push him. And this dude just fucking, my buddy just flips off the fucking stool. He's fucking crying on the ground. And I'm just like, this that is just, just happened. This is just epic. Ain't it? This That's is dandy. So I don't have the super ultra exciting story, uh, but my other than Edwin McCain sitting down with, which Edwin McCain just fucking that whole experience. I in middle school used to listen to Edwin McCain and just 
just dream about the day of having like a real girlfriend. You were pounding your mom. Absolutely. I got my mom Abs- pounding. <laughs> Anyways, uh, but yeah, no, no, we're so not. Edwin no. McCain. Edwin McCain was awesome. But uh, outside of that, I used to, in a former life, work as a host for the Olive Garden in Austin, Texas. And believe it or not, the Undertaker from WWE. No. Yes, sir. The Undertaker. He and his wife used to come in there and have dinner. And so we had this. uh, We had this room in the back. It was. It was the uh, the Undertaking room. No, it was. (laughs) Everything was named after wines, and I can't remember what we called this. I want to say it was like the the Chianti room or whatever. Okay. Well, now you got to do the Hannibal Lecter thing. The Hannibal Lecter thing. So, so here's the deal. Her brains with a nice. Oh, yeah. no, 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 no. I'm talking the Undertaker from wrestling. <laughs> no, I know. I know. No, okay, no, all right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. guy's going so, full of dude. I'm like, not Hannibal. Sweet Jesus. So we've gone way off track. Bro. They're from Boston. Mike and Allison know how much of a uh, wrestling nerd I am. Yeah, all see, right. I'm, not a, I'm not a wrestling nerd, which I think is why I was able to have an interaction with him as a normal person without Brian, flipping Brian out. Brian would have been pulling up his whitey ties over his shirt, like, bring it on. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I kid you not, within arm's reach, I have a uh, replica of the WWE World. Oh, well, That's see, awesome. so you're really appreciating this. So he turns out he is a super, super down-to-earth, super nice guy. And so he and his wife would come in, and because of his persona, he would always request sitting in this back room that we, on busy nights, was the only time we'd ever have it open. So most of the time it wasn't open. They could sit back there privately. He always tipped like 150 bucks, no matter what they ate. They could come in for a $40 bill and he'd tip 150 For the bucks. free bread. Bre- bre- yeah. Uh, they, bread yeah, and, bread uh, sticks and Yeah, We're super out. salad. <laughs> and so um, super, super nice guy, but it was really interesting. Uh, he hobbled everywhere he went because of how hard wrestling had been on his body. But super, super nice guy. Um, he was about the only other one that comes to mind uh, that I can think of. The one that blew. Can, can, can I share another quick story with you guys? Yeah. So yeah. I, I'm not sure like how old you guys are, but you grew up in like the Power Rangers era. Oh yeah, oh, we're, yeah. we're, we're, we're Pink Ranger baby. That Morphin was the first baby. time I felt a little yeah. weird, bro. So, that's when Brian actually came out. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so I worked a. Uh, I worked at Comic Con while I was working in Bangalore, Maine. <laughs> How Niner. awesome are and, those? Uh, it's so much fun. Like, I have a, uh, I'm not into Billy. all that stuff, but when I was in New so, Orleans, we snuck into the Comic Con in New Orleans. It was freaking amazing. It was <laughs> it was unbelievable to see the the talent that they got to come out. So I had um, Billy D. Williams actually sign a Colt 45 16 ounce can. Uh, all right, that's right. cool. nice because he was the old Colt. Colt 45 spokesman back yep. in the 80s. Yep. But uh, <laughs> with the Power Rangers, they had uh, the red. So the Red Ranger, Blue Ranger, Black Ranger, and green. The green. No, Tommy. Tommy yeah. wasn't. Or there. yellow. Yellow. It, it, it might have been the yellow. Ranger. Oh, there was a yellow, exactly. and then they had a green and a black and a pink. So at the Comic Con, they had those four, and you know you're walking around the the facility full suit radios like all that stuff so they go you look important i go yeah i'm i'm in charge of you know making sure everything cool is okay and they go what's like the the uh the hot spot what's the nightlife around here so i said all right so this is what me and my friends normally do we go here we go here we go here and they go all right so if we show up at 10 o'clock tonight are you going to be there i go bet your ass i am <laughs> if you guys say you're going to be there 
I'll be there. So we get there probably like 30 minutes before they do. Sure as shit, they come through the door and they're like, hey, like, how's it going? Like, oh my God, thanks for the recommendation. This is fantastic, like, whatever. <laughs> so I spent an evening partying with the original Power Rangers. Nice. And it is probably one of the highest pinnacles of like my- that, That's pretty fucking spectacular. <laughs> that's pretty, grew, the, the partying with the Power Rangers is pretty fucking dope. <laughs> like that's pretty, that's pretty cool. <laughs> and so, I don't How know. How old were they? They were probably what, like 20 years older than you at the time? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they, yeah, they, all right. This was in 2014, 2015, yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah, so that, that was in what, mid nineties when they were hot. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, but that was like kind of growing up watching them on TV. It's like they're they're taking my recommendation to come out and have a drink at the, bu- at <laughs> the bar. It was, it was uh, it was pretty cool. Nice. The, the best one that I got was I had this phone <laughs> call um, from an unknown number, but it popped up from St. Louis, and I'm like, "Fuck that! I don't answer phone calls that I don't recognize." Kind of thing. You don't like to live dangerously, right? So then this, I get the, I get this voicemail of. Hey, I'm so and so secretary. Can you call me back? He has got some questions for you. And I call it back, and they're starting to vet me. And she's like, "Hey, I'm going to give you a guy's phone number. I need you to call him. I'm his secretary. He won't call you because it, I guess the number gets blocked as he calls. So a protection thing or privacy thing. So I'm like, all right. So I get this phone call and I meet this guy Kurt on the phone. He's like, hey, I need you to come out to, um, not Oxford, but out that way by West Bloomfield out there. And he's like, I got this property. I need to clean it. I hear you're the guy to do it. And he come highly recommended. I said, okay, sir, I'll be out there. He gives me his address. And I'm not paying attention. I said, oh, by the way, can I get your name? He says, yes, yeah, Kurt Gibson. I said, okay. So I don't know nothing about it. I drive out there and I meet this guy and he's a pretty tall fella and um, I'm like, hi, sir. I'm Rick, blah, blah, blah. He's Kurt Gibson. And I get walking with him, and we're talking about his property, and we're talking about this, we're talking about that. And I see these massive rings on his finger. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. You know, he was trying to trying to show me what they were. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Fucking baseball's gay. <laughs> you know, and, and, and we're did walking. Did you say that to him? I did. And we're, and we're walking around, and he kind of chuckles. Don't. What's that? Don't say that to Mike. He's a, a huge seam head. Right. So, <laughs> so, I'm, so I'm walking around and he's like, do you follow sports? I was like, yeah, I, uh, I like football. Mm, yeah, college football and NFL. That's about it. He's like, do you ever follow baseball? I said, no, that shit's like watching paint dry. And I'm walking around this dude. And I, I'm sorry. I got no filter in life. And, I, and I'm walking around with this guy and he's like, do you know who I am? I said, no, sir, I ain't got a fucking clue who you are he's like i played for the detroit tigers and then uh, st louis rams i said oh i said oh i you know i said speaking about it now i said um i remember uh cecil fielder he's like yeah i said yeah i said did you play with him he's like no he got to play with me and i now i'm scratching my head kind of looking at the guy and he's just chuckling along and he's like you don't remember the famous walk-off home run or anything like that? Yeah. I don't believe what I just saw. Yep. Yeah. And I am just like. He never played with St. Louis. But or he played with uh, Pittsburgh, no, the Do- Kansas City. Dodgers. 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 There you go. He played with the Dodgers. Yep. 
and we're just walking around, dude. And I'm so naive, and so we walk around his property and stuff, and and I spent like two hours with this dude, and it was almost like a flashback because as I left, and then I went back home, get the job. No, because there was, <laughs> yeah. there was nothing there <laughs> for dick. Yeah, there was nothing there for what I did. I probably shot myself in the foot when I got out of the car, but when I got back home, it was like a flashback going back into like time. Cause I'm like, holy shit! Did I just like really meet somebody? Or and I'm on the internet, and now I'm googling who Kurt Gibson is and all this baseball talk and shit. And I'm like, mm. holy shit! I just I met somebody, thing. and I felt like a dick. I did the same thing <laughs> with Mickey Redman from the Red Wings. Oh, I met him a hundred times. Do you guys follow hockey at all? Yeah, of course. I I mean I do really. at least. Boston's kind of a big. Oh, yeah. You know, the yeah. Bruins and all that kind of fun. So he's, he's more of a local celebrity. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Chara can die. Hold on that one. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's when the Red Wings used <laughs> to be good. Yeah. So back yeah, in the day. Like 20 years ago. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Mickey Redman was a huge name for the Red Wings. And, you know, I'm from Texas. I don't know jack shit about hockey. I've never cared about hockey. And so when I was selling equipment, Somebody goes, uh, hey, I got a, I got a phone call for you to take. And I'm like, okay, great. And he's like, it's Mickey Redmond. And I'm like, okay. He's like, you don't know who that is? I'm like, should I? Well, yeah, he's only like the this huge, huge old player for the Red, Red Wings. Wings. And now he's the, the big the announcer for the Red Wings. And I'm like, okay. He is one of the baddest Send motherfuckers through. in the world. Well, it turns out he's a super down-to-earth guy, oh, too. Awesome he guy. comes out, and I sold him a backhoe, and he was like, cool as shit. I actually have Mickey Redman's number in my phone still. I could call Mickey Redman yeah, now, and he would pick up. But does it actually work? Hey, oh, yeah. Right now, we we got to vote. We, I, let's, let's see if, if he I, actually can do it right now. I, I don't... If, if it... <laughs> If it wasn't going to make me look like an ass, <laughs> I would totally do Let's it. Let's plug them into the board. We got ABC, hey, Mickey, GCI, Coffee Break podcast on and Sweat and Grime. Ladies this and is, gentlemen, this is a big deal. It is 830 at night. I am dude, not dude, disturbing he is drinking Miller Mickey Lights right now. No, no, no. You said he was a pretty out. cool dude. For the sake of a podcast. He's a red I'll tell dude. you what we do need to do, goddammit, is get into Mike's story because no one's yes. talking to poor Mike and he's been out shoveling yeah, his Mike. driveway no, for the last 45 minutes. I figured he's out there watching the witch with the witch. <laughs> drinking a beer by now, but Mike yeah, Malone. My apologies. I, I totally derailed this entire episode. <laughs> it's all right. That's the way every single one of these episodes this is. is sweat and grime. Yeah, the last guy was swiping people. That's right. I, I did hear that guy. That guy's story was pretty cool. All the actions that kid was in. You guys let him have it pretty hard. It was. Uh, that was a blast. Yeah. That was a roller coaster oh, ride. Oh, that fucking poor guy. I'm swiping yeah. bitches. What? <laughs> oh I can't God. believe we've gotten this long and Mike hasn't even <laughs> introduced himself. I know. <laughs> That's, yeah, this is this is a typical sweat and grind, yeah. though. We just follow the, the rabbit hole wherever We're we go. We're on our second gin and I'm juice. Here for it. So. So, so, Mike, tell us about your story. How you got? here and yeah well my story is a little bit different than, make it than, short uh, though because we don't have much time I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm like the grand old man of the uh, group here so I've been around a long time I'm like the grand old man yeah, I'm like the grandpa <laughs> of the group um, I have been uh, I was involved in the trades way back in the day my dad was an electrician for a long long time uh, worked for the commuter railroad as an electrician for many years right. and I started to go that route but then um, decided that it wasn't for me and uh, it totally derailed. Uh, I joined oh, the Marine Corps. Yeah. Oh, I did, you, the, did you catch the pun one. there? Yeah, that, that was, was a good one. Sweet that Jesus. Yeah, that a, that's a good one. Uh, I joined the Marine Corps at 99, uh, right. 25. I left and uh, did four years active duty for the Marine Corps. And 
when I came back, uh, I went back to work for the railroad, but it just wasn't for me. I was in the training and development field for a long time. I was uh, an operations person in the retail world for Dunkin' Donuts. And then um, I went to run a, a friend of mine's business firm for a couple of years. And what and was then, that? Uh, say again? What was that that you ran? Uh, it was a screen printing and embroidery business. I don't right. want to run my own vehicle wrap business. So yeah. I was wrapping cars for five years. I wrapped yeah. a lot of cars. A lot of trucks, a lot of buses, uh, ran his businesses for him. And then, so he could, he could wrap my truck in, you yeah, know, the Matt motherfucking Totten wrap that we've been talking about. Me is Matt Hell motherfucking yeah, Matt motherfucking, are you still, do you still have hookups in that, in that space, Mike? I do, yeah. I can hook you guys up. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. All right. Great. Brian, I, fact, Brian, I, he's, he's a race car driver. <laughs> are you really? So, you still hear me? No, yeah. I, I, I love the, yeah, I, I love that world. You used to be a race car driver? Is that legit? No, <laughs> no I used to uh, the, the vehicle wrap business. I left because uh, some promises weren't being kept. Gotcha. Then, long story short, I ended up uh, applying for the job at the school here, and it's been two years. So I started right when COVID got started. All right. Gotcha. Yeah, perfect perfect time. Perfect time, yeah. Right? I spent the first year working remote, so I never even got to meet Dan or see anybody in person for like the solid first year. Of don't me don't feel bad, Mike. Matt quit wrapping it up years ago. <laughs> that's yeah, a whole so, different story oh, yes. i have a beautiful six-year-old daughter we're going to yeah, federal so, uh, pound me in the, the ass working for the school i was the instructor liaison for a little while i had about 60 plus instructors working for me and then uh back in october i took over the apprenticeship so helping all the apprentices get their educational hours help the apprentices get their work hours all registered with the state so it's been it's been fun Interesting. Very so cool. now I do have to ask because we're in Michigan, which is a strong union presence. You guys are over where there's not a strong union presence. Do you guys ever have any run-ins and butt heads at all with the union? And Massachusetts is a pretty strong union place. The unions definitely have their place out there. Right. Uh, there are some companies that go union for whatever reasons that they want to do, but uh, there are some companies that choose not to go the union route and do a merit shop or an open shop. So uh, that's what we, that's, that's the area that we're in the open shop. Yeah. Stuff. Which there, I, I kind of like the, yeah. I, I like that Avenue, you know? Yeah. You know, it's the union's not for everybody and you know, the unions have a place, some businesses, but the people that are our members don't, you know, uh, they would rather make their own rules and do their mm -hmm. own thing, you know, pay their, pay them, their people, up, you know, prevailing rage, wage rates. And, you know, it's just uh, unions not for everybody. And that's yeah. what. That's the that's the the place where we are at. All right. I guess my question, and, and I and I don't want to get any to be a sore subject or politics. Yeah. yeah, get messy. But just out of curiosity, the dynamics there is there a little tension uh, between your organization and the union, or do you guys kind of have this mutual respect that you operate kind of in separate oh, spaces? Yeah, I would say mutual respect. But just because the union, you know, they've got their their foothold where they have it, and. You know, there's always there's plenty of meat on the bone for everybody, right? So there's yeah. there's always a there's there's always a spot for you know open shop. You know, like I said, it's, unions not for everybody. And I I worked for a union, a laborers union back in the day. Um, you know, and it yeah, it just wasn't. It's not for everybody. Yeah. And, um, Couldn't you know, agree some, more. Some companies, some companies are just, you know, they 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 thrive do, without all it. Right. That's it. They thrive without it. Yep. Yeah. So how long you said you you've been there for about two years now? Yeah, I started in March of 2020, and then... Uh, Dude, you started right, right in the fucking shit show. Yeah, <laughs> it was crazy. I'll, I'll, it's it's I'll, been a blast. I'll say this. My, Mike, my Mike has job. been a great addition to our team. 
Mike's been fantastic. It, Mike paid Dan to say that tonight. I know. <laughs> he's, yeah. He's, he's like, yeah. you're going to be eating shit sandwiches not. if you don't say this. <laughs> <laughs> he threatened, I, him, threatened to give him a swirly. I, I've, got a, I've got a ton of ideas, and usually my ideas are met with, let's do it. So when the podcast idea popped up, we just said, let's do it. And Dan has the experience with the editing piece. And I like to network and meet people. And I'm always out there, you know, shaking babies and kissing hands. And that's what we do. Now, what kind of what, what are you guys trying to accomplish with the with the podcast? Well, the podcast is something that we use as a way to market uh, the chapter to our members. Right, we have new members on. We've got existing members. We've got you know we've got different board of directors that we the, the school reports to and the ABC reports to. So it it just gives our members an, another way to reach out to other other people i guess now, right now so, who are your normal guests on the podcast like you know reach out to the members is it the people that you, know, you guys are having in the trade school or is it the the hierarchy that are talking about what's going on in the school uh, elaborate on that students yeah we've had a couple students on we've had a uh, success story so students that have gone through the school three or four or five years and how much did you pay them license <laughs> um we've had some teachers we've had you know the past couple episodes we had a woman named barbie the welder who i think i should connect with you guys with She's this gigantic internet star, I guess. She's done all these crazy sculpting, sculptures and artistic things with welding. I, is that yeah, the only I feel fans, like I've or? run across her at some point on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, checking. I gotta, I gotta hook you guys up. That's what we. Uh, no, that'd, be, be um, awesome. that'd be amazing. Yeah, she she was like so cool to have on. She totally gets what we're trying to do. She started from nothing. She was on welfare. Now she's, you know, getting 5,000 bucks to come talk to, to people about motivational speeches. So how oh, do you get on that gravy well, train? We're going we're, we're <laughs> to charge her freaking how much? What? $1,500 yeah, an hour. Like, but she remember the, the quote she had, she said she used to chase money. Now money chases her. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? We've been trying to do that, but uh, unfortunately, the beer bellies and the unkempt beards and the lack of pants Not wearing clothes podcasts, during podcasts. Yeah. Real, we have yet to have the money chase us. We are still chasing money. But you know what? <laughs> we're, 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 we're not even chasing money. We're having fucking fun. That's true. But yeah. If the money chased us, yeah, it would it would be well worth See, everybody's uh, you know, know, I reached investment. I and said, hey, listen, we'd love to have you in the podcast. And, you know, I, I with a lot of that, I'm sure you guys get the same thing. You get the... You know, I'm, there's so many people trying to get a hold of her. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, I love it. I'll be on. When do you want me on? Pick a date. And I'm like, what? Jesus, we got to move faster because I don't want to lose her. Yeah. yeah. And we rearranged our whole schedule to have her on. I mean, we, we're booked out for the next two or three months. Yeah. Every, that's it. Every Tuesday. That's it. She, and she, she was it. great. She's Come got 200,000 followers uh, on Instagram. She's got 30,000 uh, LinkedIn connections. She's got you wow. know, half a million followers on TikTok. She's a motherfucking big deal. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I will say anyone from TikTok stars to students to people yeah. in management. Yeah. You know, and all don't forget over the Victor Oliveira that we had on last week, Mike, with 23 million TikTok followers. Who is this? Holy smokes. Yeah, so who uh, is this? When I, when I was in the screen printing world, I used to have this guy come in. His name was Victor Oliveira. She he owns right. he owns like a uh, a landscaping business. And I used to do all his screen printing, I used to do all his embroidered hats and stuff. But yeah, he's done this thing now called the good boss. Where he goes out and tries to help unfortunate people, like he found his homeless kid. Fuck he, yeah! Uh, gave him a job. He sent him off to rehab. He sent him to uh, Texas for a month to get clean. Gave him a job. He's <laughs> yeah, got last, him an apartment. That, last Thursday, he picked him up. Dude, that's wow. fucking amazing. Like we, yeah, these are things that I think a lot, a lot of us should jump on board and do. Well, you know? and yeah. the best thing is he's local to our office. He's in All the right. same city that our office is in. Yeah. 
That's yeah, pretty spectacular. Yeah, you should reach out to him. He has a really, really great story. I think he. Yeah. I think he'd be great. I think he'd be great for your guys' podcast. Yeah, he, and that, we're we're just such, trying to reach nice everybody, guy. man. Give everybody motivation to get in the trades and do better for themselves. You know, we yep. we, we went into a pretty big uh, rabbit hole the other day uh, about you know just the three of us talking. We didn't have any guests. Just we we're we had guests lined up, but it was like you know let's do one by ourselves, and we went down rabbit hole just talking about. Not chasing money, chase your dreams. You know, do what you want to do. You know, the whole nine yards. And it but was I insisted we do it without pants because I'm still chasing the money, and I'm confident yeah. if we do this thing nude on yeah. OnlyFans, money will rain from the sky. We, you know, well, you know, the thing is, we just failed to fucking push record, and we failed to set up an account. Yeah, that's so why we we're not sat getting naked money and yet. talk to each other for no reason. <laughs> yeah. you know, of all the jobs they, I've uh, had, this is the this has been the best job I've had in yeah. a long time. Twenty years. I love coming to work. Love what we do. Love helping the guys in the trades. You know, even though we're sitting behind a desk, but we're we're still out there. We love what we do. We're passionate about the trades. We love helping apprentices, yep. meeting meeting our members, helping the members, connecting people, uh, connecting members with one another. You know, always out there networking and trying to connect their members. That's what we do. We love it. Fuck so yeah. I wish there was a way to isolate the three of you from each other because I would love to hear your individual answers without you hearing each other. But we'll start with Mike. What is your goal? with working with GCI? Yeah, that's a great question. Again, it's just helping the apprentices, right? So even today, just helping the apprentices get navigate through the muddy waters of the state apprenticeship, right? The, the state doesn't really, never answers the phone. No one can give anybody an answer. So if I can help a apprentice figure it out and not give up on the trades and realize that, you know, there's more to life than going to college and, and racking up $20,000 worth of college debt and you can start your own business and you know when I'm out there visiting classes I say to the students who wants to be a teacher and everyone looks at me like I got 10 heads it's like you know maybe yeah. not now but five years from now when you're in the trades and you're trying to make a couple extra bucks for your family give me a call yeah you know, if you can make an extra 15,000 that's a boat a motorcycle Fuck it's yeah. a vacation it's you know, that's private just, school just, that's whatever yeah that, that's, that's it that's insurance. a vacation for your wife that's insurance it's you know, just because uh, right now you just want to get through the next two or three or four years, get your license and start working. Yeah. There's there's plenty of money to be had. Reach out. And this year we actually have a couple of students come back to teach for us, which is Shut fantastic. On. Now, That's Mike, amazing. I have to hang on. We got to we got to we got to bring this thing to a halt. Fifteen thousand dollars for a vacation for your wife. Yeah. Sweet yeah. Jesus, man. Where are you sending your wife? Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm leaving tomorrow financial. I hope it doesn't cost me 15000 I looked it up. That fucking trip is going to be sweet. I'm a big Titanic, you know, buff, whatever, you know, secretly. And dude, that looks sweet. You are so... It does. My, my wife is such a huge fan, and I can't believe we're going to go to Tennessee to, to see I, a Titanic. I want... After your vacation, I want to have you and your wife's picture of you guys hanging over the bow of the fucking boat, and you got to send it to us because we're going to use that as one of our pictures for this podcast. All right, we'll do it. Yeah, we'll do it. She's, Just don't fall. Already, Just don't fall. She's, she's going to be a tearing mess. She's going to be. She's already looking forward to the pictures of the staircase that, that's there. And oh the, man, they give you a real ticket like you're going on the Titanic and that's awesome. just uh, don't let it sink. Just, just make sure you wear a life jacket and put like a GPS on so like, you know, the just like have Celine Dion in the yes. background. Yes. I, I, I tried to tell it's not much of a love story when 2,000 people died. Well, 2,000 well, people died. You, you know? know what? Are, know, are they going to provide the a... couch so that you can draw your wife? Oh, I'm going <laughs> to ask her to draw me like one of her French girls. Great night idea. Yeah. Yes. 
And then the it's going to be a stick figure with two big, a couch, big a circles on. Yeah. But the question is, when the boat actually starts fucking sinking, are you going to save her? Or are you going to fend for your fucking you self? You know what? Chuck her overboard. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna room for one more, people. honey. Do you yeah, have room on the door? Yeah. Yes, that's the question. Do they provide the door, or do you bring your own door? BYOD. I, I, I'm actually looking forward to the Hatfields versus McCoy's dinner review. That I think I'm going to go to. Uh, that's actually I, I heard really well. Boy, you guys yeah. are getting into some real refined things. Yeah. My yeah. idea of a vacation is going and drinking somewhere on a beach. Yeah. <laughs> well, we li- we live near oh. the ocean, so going to the beaches, I can. I'm yeah, too I guess. Okay, fair enough. You know what? Yep. Whatever. Rub it in, guys. <laughs> we got to go. Well, I'm going to go to the Smoky in December. You can do some serious drinking in Nashville. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just got no. back from Nashville last week. I just no went on geez, a big water drink in the street. So. What have you been doing? You were in, you in New Orleans. You are in Nashville. Are you just freaking putting a bender on this? You know what? Don't judge me. No, I'm not judging. There's no I'm judgment. Jealous. It's jealousy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's purely jealousy. So now, all right, Dan. Yes. Erase the last five minutes of conversation <laughs> from your memory and pretend okay. you didn't hear Mike. What is try. your goal <laughs> working for GCI? So for me with, so I work on the ABC side of things. Um, and what is ABC me, again? Just, so uh, Associated Builders and Contractors. Okay. So under the ABC umbrella, GCI is part of our thing. Okay. Right. All right. So uh, my one, goal one, ultimately, one, whether it's, you know, a month, a year, 10 years, whenever I retire, is to leave it better than how I found it. Gotcha. And and ultimately, that's so you fucking know, cliche. I, I, yeah, <laughs> no, Matt's just gonna call you out on your bullshit. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, Are you that's leaving fair. tomorrow? <laughs> that's fair. Um, ultimately, my goal is to to grow the trade. Uh, growing up in a construction family, it gave us so much. And this again sounds so douchey cliche, no I, i'm just fucking with you dude business. trust me I was just messing with it. you know what he so says like, he's fucking with you but he's gonna make fun of you as soon as we cut the microphones off yeah, it's fine no, just all. roll I with it. it i get it i get it um, just remember that so for like, the witch hunt like, <laughs> the the industry in the trades has given me and my family so much that yeah. i want to i want to kind of give back yeah to the absolutely trade. as and cheesy like, as that it sounds does, it's great it does sound cheesy right but but that's true like to you know to work for a company that gives back to companies and individuals i mean we have like 460 something members gci has almost a thousand students i think wow uh, we service mm-hmm. roughly twenty thousand employees throughout the state of massachusetts wow. that's amazing and for us it's like one of those things where if I can, if I can give back to that, yeah. Having grown up in a construction family, like that's that to me is the ultimate thing. Yeah. So. Now, awesome. Now, do you guys find yourself uh, attracting people from other states that are seeking your guys' college for the trade school? Yeah, we do. So we got um, so the member companies. So the way ABC works is there's 69 chapters. No pun intended. 
Boy, uh, that was uh, what a number. <laughs> we, so couldn't, we couldn't, oh, we couldn't short yeah. it one or we couldn't add one. That's huh? where we need the Greg Johnson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> I always kind of chuckle myself. You know, you know why they got, you know why they stopped at sixty nine, right? That way you could always just turn around. (laughs) 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 Oh Lord! Okay, all right. You didn't want to get to the seventy class because that was the trombone. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so. So anyway, there's sixty. <laughs> there's sixty something. There's sixty. Yeah, so there's, there's sixty nine um, <laughs> clinical classes here. So here we go. There's almost seventy chapters throughout the. Uh, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> well done, Good sir. Save. Well done. Good save. And they service. Oh my God, I'm getting myself into a fucking trap here, huh? You, you know what? You keep using these innuendos, and and it's just that you're on the wrong show to use innuendos. But in that note, it is your podcast. I got, I got so, like Joe Rogan or how are yeah. you servicing the 69 members? Yeah. So uh, please, sir, so drop maybe. your pants. <laughs> So ABC is a whole... Yeah, step one. uh, What's step two? (laughs) So ABC as a whole services uh, pretty much anybody who's willing to join that's a non-union contractor. So for us, it's at the end of the day, if somebody can come to us and say, you know, I have this issue, I have... I know, yeah, I got that one too. We're thirteen year old boys over here. I feel like that was like step four. Every single one. So if if I'm understanding this correctly, you service your sixty nine members, and you don't discriminate. You'll take anyone. They're taking volunteers. Yeah. The doors are open. And when they come to you, what do you do? Man, I really fucked myself. With this no, you're, <laughs> you're, 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 you know what? We're just letting this yeah. is your podcast, Dan. We're letting just, you I roll. Just, I just want to know when the people that walk through the door eat the Viagra. We're or not. just asking for like clarification. The there. So I'm probably gonna get in trouble for this now. This no, you're good. It is, it is what it is. No, you've done uh, you've done a very so, good job of. We're just fucking it up. And I I warned Mike and Alice. I said we gotta we gotta be sure that we're not saying anything off cuff. Like, gotta, <laughs> gotta be professional now. And here comes Dan in with the 69. Yeah. <laughs> just bring make it, sure bring that, her up from behind. Just make sure that is legit the number on your webpage of all that's the numbers right, your service. Because if it's I, not I, 69, I, Dan, that's on you. I believe it is. So all the people that are going to be coming are going to know that those are accurate numbers. So it's it's 69 chapters throughout the country. Yes. Um, they approach ABC to uh, address problems that they have, whether it's government affairs, uh, pretty much anything we can we can take care of because we have kind of our tentacles throughout everything. Um, <laughs> so I'm sorry. I'm just, you know, for the record, for the record, the sweat and grime crew is laughing there is off a- of microphone. It's your own team shooting you in the foot now, Dan. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Elsa. And I know Mike's laughing. Can we cut all of this? No. Oh, no. hell no. This is the meat of the podcast, We're going to have like three million followers after tomorrow. Have <laughs> <laughs> you said it any faster? Oh, man. I'll, I'll be looking for a new job tomorrow. <laughs> you know what? No. This is great. 
promotion. You're fucking hired. We yeah, need this a is new great. Producer. <laughs> I will. I will say this is one one area where. I feel like corporate has taken over too much in our industry and ruined everything because listen to the audience you're speaking to. It's all the people that understand, Oh, these are real people on the other end of this thing. I should probably give them a call and get involved versus the corporate side of being super uptight and getting all offended about everything. (laughs) This is one of my beefs with how far we've gone on the conservative side, uh, in the trades. Yeah. Like why get upset about this? And, I'm not going to lie. Every single person, man, woman, whatever, you know, father, grandma, customer that just found out that we have a podcast that doesn't even know about construction. They start listening to this and I warn them. It's not for the everyday listener. But after that, they all love it because it gives them a laugh. It it teaches them something that they didn't know anything about, about everyone's real. And everyone's real. We're just having fun. Yeah, we're just this having after a good time. work. It's nine o'clock almost. We've had two gin and juices. We're talking about sixty nine and, and you know, tentacles yeah, and, and tentacles <laughs> and how you can. It, it, you know, but when did tentacles happen? Did I miss? Oh, that? you missed oh, it. Oh, that was yeah, yeah, he yeah. put his yeah, tentacles yeah. into this. <laughs> he meant to say testicles walking around. But. <laughs> no, we, yeah, no, he said tentacles. Like we no, do you like, did bring up Viagra. Yes, In all reality, we do kind of touch every aspect of the industry <laughs> like it, and that's that's what i was driving at this okay? is a fucking bill cosby episode right here i thought he used my strong we really do. So we do like government stuff we do workforce development uh you name it we do it yeah um and that's kind of the special thing about abc and especially our chapter is we're so deeply involved in pretty much everything that that's- like god damn you know, you know what? I'm done. The, the struggle is you're saying such great stuff, Dan. I'm totally behind your message, but god damn it, with this, the the sexual tone you, you said at the beginning, my brother. I just as you like, bring it up, I just hear social clip after social clip. Oh, right. this is all. This is all Instagram gold but, right but here. You, no. Be honest with you, though. Right, right, we're we're not going to do social clips on that. Let me sum it up. <laughs> yes, please do sum it up. So we're going to walk away from the microphone for 12 minutes. Everything. Just All right. We do everything. Yes. If, if you are in the construction industry, the commercial construction industry, we can help you. Yes. Yes. And that basically sums it up. Yes, I mean that's that's the easiest way. To that's play. all you had to say. You know, we what? never had to go down that this rabbit is hole. The giant seventy style <laughs> just, bush you were beating just, around. No, dude. <laughs> you the but, mound. What you guys your, do is amazing. To, to your point, it's like you know you you try to censor what you say and all that yeah. kind of yes. stuff. But like in today's world, it's it's yeah. hard to not get people well, offended. That's, that's why. Yeah. That's the thing right that's there. Why we though. Podcast. That's the thing right there though. That why we gravitate so to so many people in the trades. Is because you just going down that rabbit hole, which was just whole, hilarious, right? Of immature, it just, but it just makes adults. you so relatable to all the jokes in the industry that you know we constantly you forget about that. You know the dick jokes, the women jokes, the trade jokes, just everything, the shit jokes. Like everybody forgets about that because they come so proper and they step away from the blue collar industry or just and they forget life. about it but that makes you so relatable to go down that rabbit hole but yet still be so professional at the same time and i feel like that's what makes people gravitate towards somebody more like that instead of just being like a politician of like this is why you just need to do this with us well that's kind of what i was going to say is 
who wants to go to a super stuffy trade school? I mean, let's let's be totally honest. Not me. The people who go into the trades go into the trades because without the politics, they they didn't want to deal with the stuffy school atmosphere. They yeah. didn't want to deal with not swearing in school. They didn't want to deal with all the bullshit that goes along with the straight and narrow. Fuck, that's why I left banking. You can't really you can't have facial hair and tattoos. Right. Come on, give me a break. But well, that's but, one of the interesting things. It, it, it's funny because, like, when we do stuff like this, we try to be buttoned up and proper. But yeah, you know, if you were to hear a side conversation that happens within our office, it's fun. It's you know, you, you use fuck like a comma. Yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> but that's why, where I got Matt motherfucking Titans exactly like, nickname. But why, all I said was fuck for I, like. I guess the big question is sentence. why in a trades oriented environment. Are we worried about being stuffy and professional? I mean, proper man, and and really, professional isn't even the right term because when you talk about being professional, being professional has nothing to do with the language. Why do you got to go by the rule book? Well, who's determining the rule book? What rule book? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Thank you, Thank you Allison. Allison. Yeah. The, the people yeah. that prop up the collar that says, "Hey, you got to be professional. You got to present yourself this way. You can't dress a certain way. You." When anytime you represent us, you have to act a certain way. You can't get, you can't step out of line. You, you know, there's this character and this role model that you got to be because you're representing us. Why can't those people still have a great time and be who they are with a laugh and just be a fucking human being like the people that they're bringing to the, the my, school? My job of 12 years when I first start hired on as a superintendent, I was, I had to wear khakis. Button up or a polo shirt and a hard hat, but in in nice work boots, not yeah. like beat up work boots. And but yet I was in the dirt. I was out there with the guys. I'm like, I look like a fucking tool bag. You know, like this isn't comfortable for me to go work in. So and I wasn't allowed to have tattoos, facial hair, or anything. And then all of a sudden it was like, you know, what? I'm just gonna do this. No one's coming but out and checking me. That's and why I, just, I broke the rules. And you know, what? I was there for 12 years. Yeah, until but that's COVID. why this time is so exciting to live right now, right? Yeah. Because it's like the doors unhinged now, and everything yeah, no that cares. used to be the gospel of the world in the book and how everything had to be done is gone. It's like the fucking doors blowed off. We what need workers. See, what you see is we what you people. get. And you do you and be you. And but so so I will say there's there's a lot of things that come from the white collar world that I think translate and would do super well in the blue collar world. And it's all the things that we agree upon. You know, cutting back the hours. Yep. More family time. Emphasis yep. on mental health. There's there's a lot of those aspects that directly apply that need to be brought over from the white collar world. But the problem is is I feel like too many people go so far that they try to get all the extra stuff. And one of those is that, oh, oh, we shouldn't talk about those things. We shouldn't make those jokes. We should, heaven forbid you say dick in the middle of a meeting. Right. Really? We're oh, in the fucking trades. There's a time and a place. You know, for, for and everything. the podcast yeah. is it. Exactly. Dan can stick yeah. his tentacles in whoever yeah. he wants. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Allison, forget you heard the last oh, God, no. 20 minutes. <laughs> Allison, what, please tell us what your best. is your goal working for GCI? <laughs> and please keep your sexual innuendos at a minimum. Yeah. Yeah, oh there's going to be a lot of editing best. that goes yeah. on. Because we're this is a professional <laughs> podcast. Because we're on our third gen and tonic, and it could get wild. 
Yes, we are very professional. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are strictly Ooh. my own. She went <laughs> full on radio there. She is that so was excellent. Your voice is not, so not radio perfect. Of ABC as a whole. Thank you. I've I, had a lot I can't of wait for the witch hunt, dude. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> my my goal is. I mean, I work really closely. I have like worked really closely with the students and you know, we field a lot of calls too when they come in of just, you know, people dealing with just like real life shit. And it's just like, I guess like it's just really nice to be able to kind of be on like a ground level with people and just be able to just be like, I hear you. I feel you. I got you. Like, I'm going to help you as much as I can. Like, because at the end of the day, like it just took me two weeks to get a plumber to come fix my kitchen sink. So we got to get some more guys in the field because yeah, yeah. I can't be waiting this long. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So really just being a resource for people in the industry. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I like it. That's a good goal. It's hard, to, it's hard to find information as it is, and it's hard to find clear information. Yeah. And I feel like people shouldn't have to like dig and dig and dig and, and like worry file about through all this shit yeah. to be able to figure out what they're supposed to do. There should be billboards or like with it for their job. Yeah. Like that ultimately is affecting their life and their family and yep. long-term, you know? Yeah, absolutely. More. Absolutely. Well, all of you guys, we're going to wrap up the podcast, but before we do, I have the one last question for all of you guys. The Matt, Motherfucking totten question. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Let me not try to talk myself into a hole here. Yes. Yeah, right. Dan, <laughs> it could be your own glory. Your, oh, your you sexual, each, your repressed yeah. sexualness. You each each stay you know, you know, before Totten gets this out, I think Dan's just a fucking freak. <laughs> he no, is. No, you know what the problem is? Is like all like the the uh, like corporate jargon is all like kind of like a sexual to a certain yeah, extent. Yeah, because at the end of the day, all the white collar guys the that, that are motherfucker player, ever yeah, met. that are that are trying who the fuck buys Fifty Shades of Grey? It ain't fucking tradesmen and tradeswomen. No, it's all the weirdo Dan's fucks be, in the office Dan's world. Dan's gonna be walking through the hallway and there's gonna be motherfuckers winking at him. Yeah, <laughs> I heard the podcast, Dan. So with that being said, we're gonna end with this. If you guys could change anything, what would your dream jobs be? Allison, you go first. Okay, yeah. Um, I I just became a power yoga teacher, so I would definitely just like travel and teach yoga to people. Fuck yeah, that would be the dream. Just that like, is, see the world. Now, where would your, awesome where would your dream location <laughs> be yeah, to she do just that? We got her certification. That's fucking badass. Yep, I just got it. Um, so I'm teaching at a couple local um, studios. So it's been a, it's been really um, cool and exciting and scary but exhilarating. Yeah. So it's been congratulations. Yeah. You know what? I felt the same up. way when I did yoga. It was scary. <laughs> it was exhilarating, and I felt stretches and first places time that, I ever did yoga. Yeah. It was the most embarrassing time I ever you did. You farted, yoga. didn't you? I fucking let loose. I yep. was like, "What the fuck?" And everyone just like kind of <laughs> you know laughed, and I'm like, "Oh." That happens to everybody. Happens to more it happens to everybody. You think. Yeah. You, you know, know what? Think about it. You're twisting and like turning your organs oh, yeah. on the inside of your body. Like, that, like, something's going to come that out. That was my first time ever doing it. So like I was with, with a friend of mine and all of a sudden they're like, just let it all just go. Just listen to the teacher. Just watch it it. And, and then I couldn't sharded. do a certain pose. So all of a sudden they're like, oh, they're helping me. And I'm not a big guy. I'm just like, I can do this myself. And all of a sudden it's like, Bleh. I'm like, oh my fucking God. You know what? God. I'm just going to, we're just going to clear the air right now. 
Matt, well, I didn't clear there. Is, then. I is probably there. one of the <laughs> fartiest individuals I have ever been around in my life. So I, I don't want to be anywhere close to Matt when he decides to do yoga because he's gonna fire off like one of those old school locomotives that's got just the black smoke rolling, <laughs> rolling coal. Yeah, clearly you haven't been around uh, me and my uncles and my father. So. <laughs> oh, so we're gonna have to have There's a, a fart off. He's inviting you to a competition. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest that right at there Salem is the lead on th- that's the lead into an entirely new podcast Fuck yeah <laughs> well, and, and uh, i would so be hanging we'll, out with mike watching the witch hunt we'll, we'll have a we'll have a toot off and then we'll go to uh to Salem. a toot off a fucking toot off. Kind of grown-ass man the in the trade says the word toot he's keeping man, pc he's keeping sweet PC. jesus man you just wrecked everybody's ears for the last 30 minutes on this all podcast right, well, you're gonna I, clean right, it up well, for toot <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll have a fart off and then we'll go. There we go, my all man. Right. All right. <laughs> Dan. So Dan. Yeah, Dan. What would your dream job be? Oh, okay. All right. If if you could change anything <laughs> in what your life, what would your dream job be? 107 the riff. <laughs> <laughs> Magic. Was 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 that for me or Mike? No, that, that was for that Dan. Was Dan. Okay. Um dream job. Huh. Who's so coming, coming with in, me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So coming up, coming up in hospitality, I guess I could kind of, I could pinpoint one thing that's an absolute bucket list event that I would like to work, and it's the Grammys. All right, oh, there you go. So I would love to to produce the Grammys and uh, just kind of soak it all in, and it, it's you know you get pinpointed at what two. 2.5 million people yeah. nationwide. I think the biggest one that I've done was 1.2 million. It was UFC Fight Night 47. Fuck yeah. Oh, nice. I watched that. Did you really? Yeah, I, I did. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I've been watching UFC from, from day one. One of my good okay, buddies, okay. he's so he's was, a pay-per-view I'm, UFC. So I was like, anytime a big fight's on, yeah, I was mm-hmm. I watched that fight. I'm trying to remember who was the main event. I don't it even was know. A local guy. It was uh begin with a T. I can't remember it off the top Jeez. of my head. Um, There's too many out yeah, there now. The, the, now we're the at like two forty nine. The Grammys would the Grammys would be a huge one for me. Yeah. Uh, but like job wise, overall, was I that Chris Rock? Job. Was that the Grammys when Chris Rock fucked up Will Smith, or was that the Oscars? I think was that, that was I, the Oscars, wasn't it? That was the Oscars. All right, yeah. sorry, all right, all right. Ooh. Apologize. I apologize. Comfortable. No, he fucking piss poured fucking late, and his columnist and his fucking production people were like, "You got to fucking apologize on air, dude." The slap heard across the world. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, that ruined our, that was, our. That's why I don't watch TV. I don't watch anything. You know what? Like, I had such respect for Will Smith up until that point, and then. Hey man, we all got fucking skeletons in our closet. Was, we yeah, got, Will Smith. He's just a beaten down man. So yeah. 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 At yep. this point, you know it is what it is. But yeah, yeah. so uh, Grammys uh, or you know some sort of large scale. <laughs> WrestleMania for WWE. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I'll, I'll hook you up with the Undertaker since we're just we're yeah. on yeah. great terms. Yeah, and you probably got you probably got him in your phone too. <laughs> hook, hook me up. You got it. You got up. it, Dan. I'll let him you know what. your tentacles deep. I tell you what, when, when we get up to Massachusetts, just let me throw you off your fucking roof onto the table. <laughs> now, Mike, I'll keep go, this. I'll go uh, ninety six uh, in your house, mankind. <laughs> Off the uh, just, off the hell in the Just cell. don't right. turn around, and make it sixty nine. 
96 is funny as the 69. Yeah, yeah, that man, that's just because then that means we're gonna be butthole to butthole. Let me ask you, let me ask you a question. All right, is this podcast this sexual all the time? Most of the time, yeah. It really depends where it goes. If like you go down the rabbit hole. We'll fucking we'll run right day, behind you, pushing you. Everybody enjoys a great dick joke. Yeah, yeah this <laughs> is the trade. Honestly, yeah. I had I had one of my my customers I just got into a bathroom with. Like he was an IT guy, never got in construction. Time out. You just got out of the bathroom with him? No, no. So I do I do I'm a remodeler, so I do bathrooms. That's my jam. Time's the king of the throne. So I I remodel bathrooms, and one of my customers, my last customers. He is probably one of our biggest fans. Like he, he started. He's like, man, I don't know how am I ever going to catch up. Like I'm so far behind because we have what, like seventy something episodes. Titans fans only. Yeah. <laughs> he he texts me like once a week. I love that last one. I'm like, which one did you just listen to? And he's like, the dick jokes were out of control. I'm like, oh my god. And this guy, you know, he's amazing. So yeah. But no, wherever it runs, if I mean, sometimes there's heartfelt I'm conversations. He never said that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just giving you guys a hard time, obviously. I was just but, trying to make you, know you feel what, good. Dan? And my customers, we never send me shit. We let, it, we let it run the gauntlet wherever it runs to, and however it goes. But we've we've actually had debates on here. We've had serious conversations to dick mm-hmm. jokes to just motivational stuff. Like we just let it run. You and, know what? I'm just gonna I'm gonna use the same psychology on you, Dan, that I use with my children. Treat others the way you want to be treated. You just went right. on a thirty-minute tirade <laughs> about all of these sexual things, and now you're calling us out on our dick jokes. Yeah. I feel oh, like no. you know, I, it wasn't we, intentional. You guys just took it that we, way. Nah, you know dude, what? No, I will. You, you I will confidently say. I will confidently right. say on this show we rise to the occasion. God damn it! That's right, man. <laughs> if you want a sword fight, we are the best Hitachi sword fighters you'll ever meet. No, it's mine. Well, I'll, I'll I'll give it right back to you. Rise to the occasion. You get all turned on by the conversation. Absolutely. <laughs> now what? Now we gotta hear what it would your dream job, Mike. Be? Mike. Dream job for me. Uh, back in the late nineties, I had aspired to be a race car driver. I went to race car school, and that was gonna be my thing. Uh, it became very expensive, and uh, couldn't follow that dream anymore. Wait, uh, hang on now. So Dan alluded to that, and you, yeah, in, in true race car fashion, you somehow evaded the maneuver talking about your race car past we we can't just end this on the note that you went to race car school and then you never became a race car driver. what the fuck mike this is money this man is... come down to money come down to money Couldn't now afford it. now Couldn't do you do you watch car. nascar at all i i like nascar i'm an f1 fan i'm a road course right. guy so, so i like uh so two weekends cars. ago so one of my uh uh suppliers for one of my uh products i use on bathrooms uh they sponsor a car uh schluter so I got to race go-karts, like high-speed go-karts, with Corey LaJoy. Oh, wow. And I f- he, he fucking cool. beat me by, like, a millionth of a second. It, it, was, it was amazing. We were neck and neck, and there's this other person on the track that wouldn't let me pass him to get my lap trial down and out my the whole time i'm sitting around, i want to fucking put him in the fucking wall and this was <laughs> this was uh, the day this was a sat two couple saturdays ago 
when they were at MIS in Michigan, the Michigan International Speedway. So he came out before the Sunday race and dude, we ripped around the racetrack and he was killing everybody. And all of a sudden I'm like, dude, I'm going to fucking get him. I'm going to get him. And, and then, then he had to put in a couple more he, quarters to keep playing. He exactly. put it, his lap time was like 21.72 and I was 21.81 or something like that. And Ooh. he came up to me after that. He's like, I've never seen a normal human being race like that on a go-kart. Or on the track. He's like, uh, you're yeah, meant for NASCAR. I'm like, what the fuck? In my pants. Yes. <laughs> and I got it on video. I got, I, yeah, it was pretty cool. Winning, so, winning. Uh, everyone so, else has like 29 well, seconds. I have and to ask like now, that. Mike, do you autocross or do you any, do you, do you do any kind of part-time racing on the side? Uh, I did a lot of autocrossing in the late 90s, but haven't done much since because I went and got married and had a family. I don't have the time nor the money. You know what? I'm going to tell you right now, I am also in the same boat because I used to autocross like crazy and I got married and had a family. But I'm telling you right now, Mike, if we come out your direction, I'm thinking we need to find us a high-speed go-kart track. I think we just need to find a couple $500 beaters and go down to fucking alleys. Well, that's true. So. Edwin McCain, he invited the us man, invited us down to Georgia. Well, what's it called? The Gambler 500. The Gambler 500. Basically, you can buy a car. It can't cost more than $500, and you enter it in this race, and you all race against each other. So I'm yeah, thinking... They have, that, they have that, too. It's called the, uh, not the Le Mans, but the Lemons. The Lemons 500. All right. the, yeah, yeah, the Lemons yeah. 500. Yeah, so yeah. if you... If you're interested, we, we might be arranging something in the next year or so with, with the Edwin McCain... And I would 100% rope uh, you into that, and I will smoke your ass, because uh, I'm an autocrossing fool. I've been trying to get Dan on the go-kart track. I'm telling him I'm not, not going to take you on. I would I'm gonna beat bad. your ass, Mike. Man, Aww. I think Dan is the kind of guy that's afraid of the ass beating, but I he's going to talk a lot of shit all the way I there. I think next he's spring. a keyboard warrior. I know. Keyboard warrior. I will kick your butt into the wall, bitch. That's fucked up. <laughs> I'm going I'm to beat him pretty bad. I'm going to beat him bad and send him back to his mama. I'm going to send him back to his mama. Fuck yeah, Mike. Yeah, absolutely. Let it out, buddy. Tell Danny who he is. Mike's been quiet all evening, but now so it's you all coming out. you want to be a race car driver. Race yeah. car driver at a, the, the, the uh, uh, was it Emmys? What? Who? No. What? No, you're talking about Dan and Mike here. The Grammys. And then a yoga instructor worldwide. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I have it. to ask Mike if if you went in and did racing full time as a career in, in this dream job, are you talking NASCAR or well, would circuit. you go the F one route? F one. No, I got. I would do the road course route. I do. Hell inside. yeah. I do. Uh, yeah. No. Real race cars take a, a left and a right. Yeah. Real race Mike, cars take a right Mike's, Mike's yeah. trying to get on Netflix with uh, Drive to Survive. Dude, that Take fucking that. series is sick. Yeah. yeah. Is it pretty good? It's yeah. So I'm, a, I'm good. a Ferrari guy. I'm a big Ferrari fan. Right. I love the Ferrari. Did you watch the Ford, never, and, Fra- Fra- uh, Ford and Did you watch Ferrari? the Feared if Feared if Feared? You went full on There's too many fucking Fs in this fucking Jesus. Podcast. I went Sesame Street with you. Did you watch the Ford and uh, Ferrari race, though, the movie? No, no I never did. I wasn't a big fan of that. No, yeah. I wasn't a big oh, fan Oh, Mike shit on it. It must well, not the be F1, worth anything. And the, the Netflix <laughs> series of the F1, dude, that, that shit's fucking real. It's like, wow. It's big money. It's big money, man. Those, those guys make a lot Fuck of money yeah, dude. race cars. Yeah. Yeah, it's but nuts. you got to have balls of fucking steel, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Well. Thank well, you everybody. guys hey, for being on. This has been an absolute be blast. I'm sorry if we have tainted your reputation with our, our highly Wasted sexual time. podcast. 
But no, it was a fucking blast. It was a fucking it's, blast. It's, it's been a good one because we never get to be a guest. We're usually the host, right? So yeah. We try yeah. To be and hey, we're going to be your guests, I think, October 18th, right? But we have to yeah, clean it up weeks. for their show. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, 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 I I'll I'll run run inside, basically. No, we'll, we'll <laughs> definitely, yeah. we'll we'll definitely wear our put our, uh, our clothes on and, uh, you know, PC it up yeah, a little bit. We'll wear pants and bow ties. Yeah, we'll show up with tie and skiing. You get Chippendales for that one. Ooh. And of course, I'm the one. Wait, is that video? Is that giving me video? Um, of course, I'm the one that said keep it clean, and then um, yeah, yeah. Then you, you, you went, went on a 30 minute tirade so. on tentacles and 69. <laughs> it wasn't 30 minutes; it was like five. Minutes. It was like 27.2. It's called danhub.com. No, Mike Hub. No, here, here you go. Here's the name: onlydans.com. <laughs> Awesome. That was awesome. Well, that right there. With that being said, everybody, <laughs> I'm buying that fucking debut or the domain tonight. Absolutely. <laughs> and then we're selling it. And be sure to follow ABC GCI Coffee Break on Instagram. It's ABC GCI Coffee Break on Instagram. Also follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Android Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Thank you so much. Take us out, Rick. Thank you, everybody, for listening. If you guys want to get on the platform, you know our spiel. Get a hold of us on Facebook, Spotify, Instagram. Um, Instagram. We're everywhere. We're on all the social platforms here. Our webpage that's coming up soon. Yeah, we'll get there. With that being said, thanks, guys, for joining the show. Have a good week. See Peace. you guys. Peace.